Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Hello. Hello. We're kind of matching today. I know. I wore this, I think this is day three of this sweatshirt. (laughs) Love that. I mean, this weather is really killing my vibe, dude. It's getting better. It is. But yesterday with all the snow, I didn't want to do anything. No, I am so over it. I feel like, I mean, you know, growing up in Iowa, I've seen winters where it's like, there's been like huge snowstorms, like giant dumps of snow. But I don't know if I've ever seen like a consistent lots of snowfall. Consistent snow. And- Joe and I were talking about it yesterday and we're like, this is the part of the year where it just, it doesn't look pretty anymore. It just looks like gray and slushy and Mm -hmm. I'm just ready. I know that this week it's supposed to be warmer and I'm so ready to be able to like go for a walk again. I know. Yeah. (laughs) This like in the 10 day forecast, there's only one day where it's below freezing. So is it Mm -hmm. what day? Like next week sometime. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like at least like 34, 37 around there for a 37, while. 37, break out your shorts and your swimsuits. <laughs> I'm I ready. know. Uh, I'm ready for patio weather. I'm just ready. I'm ready to like start gardening. I want to expand my garden this spring because last year my tomatoes were just so big. I couldn't see anything else. So I want to have like a designated tomato area. Okay, so I found a book that is like a full year of veggies in, your, in the in your bed, in one bed, it said, or something like that. And you know my garden. I've got like <laughs> those two beds. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing. And the only things that like I even ate were a couple tomatoes and my snap peas. And so I was, I got it out or I showed Joe the book on my phone. He was like, how committed to this garden are you? (laughs) Like, do you really think this is your thing or are you thinking maybe it's time to move on? And I'm just (laughs) trying to decide. I think you just got to find out like what you can do and then just do that every year, you know, like find what works for you in your space. And then just like commit to it. I just might need your help figuring that out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause this, cause last year I grew way too many tomatoes and I'm not like a huge, like actual tomatoes person. I'm more of a cherry tomatoes. Uh, Oh, I know. We're aware. You (laughs) eat them like apples. But this year I'm going to grow Roma tomatoes because I love Roma tomatoes. Mm. I like to use them for like pico de gallo, some, you know, bruschetta, all of that. So Right. And you know that I was just finding random squash and zucchini and <laughs> just like, giant. I don't remember planting this. They were so big and I don't, I felt like it happened overnight. All of a sudden yeah. I came out and they were there and I didn't know what to do with them. So then they just go to waste. So I just need to figure out what's worth the work. Cause I really right. do like spending time outside in the garden. I also mm-hmm. like just spending time outside having a beer on a patio right. and you know what I mean? Like what, what will truly bring me joy? I'm not sure. I mean, peas are easy and you can just eat them right off, which is nice. I love snap peas. Yeah. 
So, so good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to Colorado this week. That's exciting for what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. My mom booked me a ticket. My sister lives in Denver. And then so they were just sister. like, yeah. So mm-hmm. they were just like, we're not going to tell you what you're doing. It's part of being a bride. And then one of my bridesmaids let it slip that she's going to. So I don't know, but like, I don't know where we're going. All I know is that we're going skiing at least one uh, day. That's so. so exciting. Don't break anything. You know, I'm concerned. Well, okay. So my bridesmaid that's going, she's not like a huge skier. So like, okay. we're just mainly going to be on like the, the greens. So the easy ones, but uh, you bet your ass fun. I'm going to go off trailing a little bit. No, no, you don't want to be a bride with a boot or something. We got plenty of time. I suppose. My friend Danny, I told you this, went skiing last year at this time. And her first going down the hill just fell wrong and totally messed up her leg. And she was messed up into like, I think into like July. Damn. Damn. I'll take it easy. Physical therapy. Just be careful. You're going to have so much fun. Yeah. I won't do anything crazy. So I'm excited to see what they have in store. So I I think we'll probably go hiking. I'm excited for you to feel like a bride. I have definitely been feeling more like a bride lately. Yeah? Why do you say that? My mom came over on Saturday and we like booked a spot for a bridal shower and started like planning that, which was fun. And then, like, I designed wedding invites this weekend, um, designed bridal shower invites. I'm going to make some more signs today. And the mantle above our fireplace, I'm just, like, accumulating, like, centerpiece stuff. It's, like, looking prettier and prettier, and I'm just getting more and more excited. So That is exciting. I did see that picture you had posted. Mm -hmm. It is very you. The vibe you're going for, it's, like, so natural and, Yeah. It looks really good. Oh my goodness. I saw this po- this TikTok that I needed to send you, but I didn't. It. I know that you guys are doing like music mm-hmm. themed and how are you doing your guest book? Um, you know? Records. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Is it the audio yes. records? Yeah. I saw those, but like their website is like, they're brand new. So like you can't order anything from their website. I loved the idea. Okay. So for the listeners that don't know, it's essentially they had like an old rotary phone sitting out and they just said, call this number and leave us a voicemail. That was their guest book. So they people would just pick up and say something on the phone to them. And then they got that audio put onto a vinyl record so that whenever they want to listen to it they can I don't know which is like such a cool idea because like like especially like if my grandparents were still alive I would kill for that yeah that would be so cool yeah no it's it's awesome we should post that TikTok I know because it's really cool yeah yeah but um Kim Ye Kim yay. <laughs> Sometimes we like to talk about wedding news, but this is an anti-wedding news. I saw, I mean, everyone's hot coming, but I yeah. didn't know when or what. Does Kim come out on top in this situation? For sure. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, if you would have asked 10 years ago, like when they got married or whatever, like. <laughs> Who was the most. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, everyone saw it coming, but he it's just needs, interesting. He needs some help mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, after he tweeted about, I mean, so many things. Yeah, that what tweet do we even if that pick? was my husband, I would be like, what in the world is happening right here? Yeah, it would be so hard. And did I talk to you about the hologram of of yeah of her her dad dad. that was like so because now knowing that they weren't together at the time and he sends that and he has her dad saying that he's the best husband in the world (laughs) I'm like oh my gosh that is so cringy cringe do you think she'll date I don't think so for a while no, me either. I feel I, like I could see her being like, I don't know, uh, staying single forever and just being like an icon. I could either see that or like a Chris situation where she just has like a long term boyfriend. Right. Like with Chris and Corey. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, how do you get married after you were married to Kanye West? <laughs> like, I know. their proposal, their wedding, her dress, all of it was like gorgeous gorgeous yeah her wedding dress was beautiful and her I loved her hair mm-hmm. for the wedding all of it yeah beautiful crazy oh. damn crazy, crazy the end of an era I know I don't mind it though honestly I don't I didn't love I don't love him with her yeah I will say like ever since like they've been like separated or whatever um, like her style has definitely gone back to like pre Kanye and it's very like 50s glam like mm-hmm. really soft I think that glam. he he really um changed her in the sense of like being goofy or being whatever wasn't yeah. like cool so she was just mm-hmm. so like trying to be chic all the time right and like she is I don't know. And he just like has always given me like weird vibes because like there was that one Keeping Up with Kardashians episode where like he was yelling at her about a dress being too revealing and she was like, you gave me all this confidence and now like you're yelling at me for it. Yeah, so ridiculous. Also, speaking of the Kardashians, Courtney and Travis Barker, have you seen? Oh, I'm totally game for that. Yeah, I love it. I love her and Scott so much. Travis Barker has been like, around forever he was you know blink 182 was huge like in the early 2000s late 90s so and they've been friends forever they're neighbors they have kids the same age I don't know I feel like it's a good fit I do too and I do love her and Scott and obviously like part of me is like I just wish they could work things out and be together but but he's like with another like 18 year old I know so that's why I'm like good for (sighs) you Courtney like move on and whatever and oh another kardashian thing quick did you see that (laughs) chloe posted good americans coming out with shoes but in the post you see a giant ass engagement ring on her finger what yeah you should go to her page no coco got him (laughs) i know it i'm very anti-tristan let's talk about a review for this week yes they said Five stars. These girls know what they're talking about. So great to hear opinions from people who are actually knowledgeable about the wedding industry. A must listen for all wedding planners and newly engaged couples. 
Heck Thank yeah. you. Love so that. if you want to have your review featured, we love, love, love them. Um, we are getting these from Apple Podcasts. So go ahead, open up your Apple Podcast app, do a five-star review, leave us a little note. Super easy, super quick. You can do it within 30 seconds and we love your feedback. So let's take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with our lovely guest. Sounds great. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift, and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment. And you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. On today's podcast, we have the owner of Hello Darling Glam. Whether you are newly engaged or in the middle of planning your wedding, Hello Darling Glam knows just how to help you. With over a decade of experience, this boss babe has perfected the art of bridal hair and makeup. Throughout her career, she has helped brides navigate all the overwhelming beauty decisions, like how to choose the right hairstyle or ensuring your makeup will last all night long. No matter what your concern Hello Darling Glam has the expertise to put them all at ease. Please welcome to the head table, Samantha Dixon. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's welcome. it going? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Is this our first official like hair and makeup? Yeah, yes. I don't think we've had anybody that's Ooh. Oh. oh, exciting. Special. So exciting. <laughs> Had to have the expert on for the first one, you know. <laughs> so, so Samantha, cool. welcome. Um, Allie gave that beautiful introduction, but kind of tell us in your own words, like how you got started in the wedding industry um, and then where your business is kind of at today and the journey that got you there. So I started, I lived in Las Vegas. I'm from Des Moines originally, but grew up in Las Vegas um, my mom forced me to go to school to become a cosmetologist. Um, I wanted to be a diesel mechanic. Like I had no interest in the like beauty field at all. Um, and I went through hair school. I worked in a salon for a few years and then I came across a salon that offered, um, wedding services as well. And in Las Vegas, it's like the wedding capital of the United States, I think is what they call it uh, or consider it. And they were traveling like on site or people were coming to the salon and it was this crazy thing. It was in 2000 and oh my God, it was in 2010, I think mm -hmm. is when I first started. And so it was a completely like the way that weddings were looked at in Las Vegas was completely different than what they are now. And, um, so I got like thrown right in, like I had no experience in doing bridal or anything. And I definitely didn't do makeup. Um, and I was with that salon for many years. Um, and I learned a lot with them and kind of realized like, okay, 
I don't like working in a salon. I don't like doing haircuts and colors and whatever. Like I love these weddings. And unfortunately that salon that I worked for was very much, um, quantity over quality. Mm -hmm. And I started to develop these values of, it was more about making sure the bride was comfortable, making sure she was, you know, confident and that she felt and looked her best. And, um, it didn't really line up anymore. So I left and, um, I thought, well, maybe this isn't for me. And I actually went and became a medical assistant (laughs) for a pediatric orthopedic surgeon and left hair and makeup behind for like two, two years. And then I hooked up with an agency in Las Vegas where all they did was on location services. They didn't have a salon front or anything. And, um, I gave them my availability and they filled in the blanks. So the business side of it was something that I had never done. And I worked with them for four years, I believe, um, until we moved and um, we came out here to Iowa. And here I am today. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. What brought you to Iowa? Um, So like I said, I was born in Des Moines and I moved to Vegas with my family when I was in like fourth grade. And I lived there up until 2018. We came back um, and my husband and I just were like, you know, well, we're going to have a kid. We don't really want to raise our kid in Vegas. Um, things were kind of getting not the best, um, out there. And so we were like, we just want to move somewhere that's more wholesome, I guess you could say, like just not as fast paced and like crazy. Um, and so we like it. So have you noticed a big difference in the weddings that you do here, as opposed to the ones that you were doing, even in 2019 in Vegas, you know? Yeah. So, so basically weddings that I did in Vegas. So like, because I worked for this agency, um, I was one of the few artists that they had that did both hair and makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise we had a large team of like 10 or 12 that, you know, some did just makeup, some did just hair. And so when I, when they would book me, they would use me for a lot of the elopements and a lot of the, um, smaller parties, because it was easier to just send one artist. Um, and so I did a lot of elopements, a lot of, uh, like micro weddings back then. And then, um, I would do big parties on the weekends. It was a Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday. It was a seven day a week thing in in Vegas. And here it's definitely more just a weekend thing. (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? People don't travel to Des Moines to elope. Right. <laughs> Des Moines isn't the elopement capital of the world. No. Uh, what do you, I would like, what do you mean? Like I would totally come here to a right? in the, in the snow. And like, when you don't know if it's going to rain yesterday. or snow yeah. or what. Oh, yeah. Goodness. So do you have I a can't. team here now or is it not just yet? You? Yeah. Uh, it is just me. I do have two friends that I have started using, um, that have helped me out tons throughout the last season. Um, currently I am working with a business coach, like mentor program to help me prepare, um, to start hiring or start looking for other artists to build a team. And eventually, eventually my goal is to, um, become more of an agency yeah. Uh, like I worked for in, in Vegas where really I kind of just am like the concierge between setting up a bride with her ideal stylist. 
Yeah, that's perfect. And I bet, right. I mean, you were able to do a lot of the ones in Vegas, just yourself, like you said, because they were smaller, but now, I mean, even I had eight bridesmaids. What do you do? You know, so you need a team in order to tackle that because people have tight time frames and yeah. So what type of person are you looking for, for your team? Do you think just some, like what qualities for your brand? I suppose. Yeah, definitely. So, um, things that I am very picky about, and I'm not Uh ashamed to say that I'm picky about them. Um, (laughs) I definitely, I definitely, um, look for artists who, appreciate and share the same values, um, as far as making sure it's more about the experience and less about the, um, the money really. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a way that we make an income, but at the end of the day, like there's a huge difference between somebody who does makeup, um, for any occasion, or just because they have a passion for makeup and somebody who does it strictly for weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, it, I, there's like custom timelines that go into place. You have to, you know, be aware of your timing when you're doing hair and makeup, making sure that you're not throwing people behind. There's so many moving parts. So making sure that artists have a strong understanding of like knowing how long it takes them to create a look and being able to dissect like somebody's inspiration photo and just yeah. being um, like hyper aware of everything really. Yeah. I think that's super important, especially as a photographer, when I recommend artists to my brides, it's people that I've worked with that one have incredible looks and the bride looks good in photos all day long. Um, but also that keeps them on schedule. Uh, there's so many times where I've worked with certain people that fall behind a little bit and we kind of always, you know, add in a little bit of cushion time for that because I know hair and makeup can fall behind. Um, cause it is a process, you know? Um, but I think it's really important that, and I like how you said that self-awareness and just like hyper-awareness of everything that's going on besides what you're doing. Yeah. It's really easy to, uh, get caught in conversation and, you know, you, you start to build a relationship and a bond with these people. Um, even just not outside of the bride, like Mm -hmm. the, the mom of the bride and the, you know, the sister and the cousin, and sometimes you're going to click with them better than you do, you know, other people. And so it's really easy to fall behind and just get so caught up. I talk a lot with my hands. And so (laughs) if I'm working and then I'm trying to tell a story, it, it does, it, it's, yeah, you have to be like really aware of like how much time stuff takes you. Yeah. So there are about a million different timelines out there as far as wedding planning goes on when you should book certain vendors. When would you suggest brides start to reach out to inquire with like hair and makeup artists? I definitely think the biggest, uh, the biggest thing to take into consideration when you start looking for a hair and makeup artist One, if you have somebody that you've been eyeing since before you were engaged, it's never too early to reach out to them. Um, Even if you just reach out to them and say, I don't have any formal planning, you know, obviously once you're engaged, um, (laughs) I don't have any like 
formal planning yet, but I'm really interested in your services and I want to make sure you're going to be available for my day, you know, stuff like that. Um, but otherwise making sure I think, um, that you have a date set in stone, a venue set in stone, um, and then having just a general idea of how many, it doesn't have to be an exact headcount, but like, okay, I'm going to need hair and makeup services for myself. And I know for sure three of my bridesmaids, but I'm going to have seven bridesmaids in total. And it just helped give the, the most accurate information and the most, mm-hmm. yeah, the most accurate information that we can in booking your pro in booking your day. I would say as long as you have those like main, uh, those main details set, then it would, I would book your hair and makeup or at least start inquiring. And do you require like a deposit down or how does that look for you? How does that booking process look? Yeah. So my booking process, um, right now on my website, I have people just check their date availability first, um, because I am just one person. So a lot of my dates are gone already. Mm -hmm. Um, and so once you do that, we'll talk your details, we'll do a, um, signed agreement and then a 25% retainer. Mm -hmm. Um, it is non-refundable, but with COVID, I understand that things are happening. And so I've been really flexible with people and, you know, it's, I think that's something, that's one thing that I'm like really, really passionate about is that when someone's booking a wedding, their budget is, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's an investment regardless of what their budget is. Um, and so when they're booking a wedding, there's, yeah, they're, they're booking me and it's my time and my, you know, yeah, my time, but they're also booking a photographer. They're also booking a venue. They're also booking catering. And you get these people that are like, okay, well, you know, my brother came down with COVID and now I have to move my wedding. And so it's a very like frustrating thing for them, but they're not just dealing with you. They're dealing with 15 other people that are telling them no and whatever. So I have gone beyond for all of my brides who have wanted to move or reschedule and just doing the best that I can and fitting them in. That's so nice that you have that mindset of, you know, this bride, it's not just me. That's, you know, a cog in the machine on the wedding day. There's a lot of other people that she has to, you know, coordinate with and deal with. So yeah, that's an awesome mindset for sure. As somebody who had to postpone their wedding, (laughs) I, um, it was, a scary thing, you know, to reach out to everybody and being a wedding vendor myself. It was like, I understand this is their paycheck. Like that's really hard. And I, everybody was so understanding, which was really helpful, but I would have understood too, if it was like, Hey, I'm not available and you can't get your deposit back because, you know, i I planned on making more money from you than even this. And now I'm not, you know, um, right. but COVID kind of just threw a wrench in everything this year. So yeah, if anything, it, I feel like it taught us vendors to have flexibility and mm-hmm. adapt and have empathy because it is a lot of money for people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It definitely is. And I didn't mean to derail that. that oh, topic. no that I went into, but another thing that, um, you know, I've worked on if it, if it was a high demand date and I know that I've lost 
other weddings again, because I'm just one person. So I take one wedding a day typically. And, um, if I know that there was other people, what I can do for, um, some of my brides is, um, their retainer, uh, I'll refund it or move it to the next date that you choose. Um, but I need you to give me time to try and book this date. So basically trying to get another person in there. And so that way you're really not losing out and you are still making that paycheck and you're still able to refund because somebody else has moved. And so it's been, it's, it's really cool. I, I, I have noticed that a lot of other vendors haven't really been as flexible or haven't had the ability to be as flexible. And so it's something that I like very early on was very passionate about, um, just making sure I was able to give that to my clients. That's That's incredible. So we, I'm the type of person who always over analyzes in my head what I should be doing for things. And so for a bride or a bridesmaid on the morning of the wedding, what is easiest for you for them to have ready when they sit in your chair? Should they have their hair washed? Should it be like the night before? Should you have moisturizer on? I don't know any of this stuff. Tell me. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, part of my packages, I include a, um, custom beauty timeline and it, it involves an overview of all of, um, the people having hair and makeup services or hair services or makeup services. Um, it includes some prep guides and how people should come and like preparedness. And then also, um, some tips, along with the timeline, some tips of like how to maintain things afterwards. So um, the biggest things for me is if you know your hair holds better the second day, that's fine. However, technically clean hair is going to give you the most volume. Um, You're not going to have those oils weighing down and dry shampoo can only do so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So as long as your hair has been um, recently cleaned. Like some people, I, I had somebody show up one time years ago when I was working in Vegas and she was like, yeah, I haven't washed my hair in a week. Cause I know dirty hair, uh, uh styles better. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> <Not this> dirty. <laughs> we made it work. Uh, she went with a very sleek style <laughs> and, uh, it was fine. But since then, yeah, I'm very big on my, my preparedness. So yeah. So that's uh, good. clean, clean, clean hair. That's dry and hasn't been flat ironed since the last time you washed it. That's a big one. I know that there's tons of people out there that are like, Oh, I have to flat iron my hair before I curl it. The technique and method that I use, it smooths the hair as it curls. And I promise you're not going to have frizz and like chaos. Um, as far as skin, I definitely just recommend whatever your typical day-to-day beauty routine is, um, moisturizer, and as long as you'll just have a clean face. Um, other than that, if anybody ever has like a specific set of lashes that they like or a lip color that they like, I always encourage them to bring those. Um, because I just, if, if that's what helps you feel your best knowing that, oh yeah, this set of lashes, like my eyes always pop or this lip color, I know it's not going to move. I know it looks great. It makes my lips look luscious, like whatever. It, I'm all about you, whatever makes you feel the most confident and comfortable, that's how you're going to look your best because you're going to feel your best. Right. Do you do, um, trial runs and how far in advance to the wedding do you do those? So trial runs are something that I'm getting back into doing Mm -hmm. in, 
in Vegas. I didn't do them any very often um, because most of the people that I serviced were from out of the country or at least out of the state. And so they didn't have, they had a limited time that they were uh, right. in Vegas. And so they were trying to fit in all the things on top of their wedding. Um, so a lot of times they would just forego it. And mm-hmm. so I got really confident in just showing up and making people look good. Um, and then, you know, I scheduled a little bit of time for any adjustments that any, anybody may want. Um, but trials are something that I am getting back into, like, you know, talking to people about and kind of helping them through. Um, but I definitely suggest, I don't, I don't prefer, uh, for people to have a trial before booking their wedding day. Like I definitely think that, um, my dates are limited. A lot of artist dates are limited. And so booking your artist and then setting up a trial is usually your best bet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I suggest no, um, sooner than three months out from your wedding date, just because your hair texture can change. Your skin can change all in that amount of time. So the closer, the better, but definitely not too close. So three months, um, seems to be that sweet spot in my opinion. Perfect. I love it when girls use their hair and makeup trial to then like do a boudoir session with us. It's yes. And then they like do a date night after like use that time when you have like your hair done for like Mm -hmm. good use, you know? Absolutely. I I was like, I can't have him see me because this is what I'm going to look like on the wedding day but then after I had it done I was like I never look like this so he better see me right now because it's not going to happen very often (laughs) yeah and I always think that um I very seldom have anybody who does their trial and then wants the exact same on the day of they'll typically you know want something more dramatic or they'll want their hair a little different yeah So, um, a lot of times I've had people go more casual for their, um, for their trial. And then on the day of they're like, oh no, it's my wedding day. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And I think trials, I feel like trials can be done for two different reasons. Um, one, the main one is typically brides are curious of what a style is going to look like on them or how they're going to look. And that's, usually like the main one that everyone that, you know, they want to know, like, is this going to be the best style for me? Or, you know, am I going to want to change it? Um, but also just to get a feel for your artist, um, you know, social media is so great at letting people into our lives. And, uh, I try to be very present in my social media, in my, um, Instagram and let people know like who I am and my personality. Um, and so a lot of times people will want trials and it's not necessarily that they're trying out the hair or the makeup. They're trying out the, the stylist to make sure that they're going to click well or whatever. It's kind of like a, a confidence boost in yeah, like yourself. Cause I know like me, I see all these like hair and makeup things on Instagram, but I'm like, I don't know if my skin type could handle that. Yeah. So it's nice to know before your wedding day, you're not worried. Like, I hope it all turns out. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so Samantha, what is your favorite type of bride? Like, what does she want for hair? What does she want for makeup? Mm-hmm. What kind of bride like really excites you? I, man, um, I, I fall somewhere between like a full on glam and like very, um, like very lavish, very like 
romantic and just mm-hmm. all out and a soft glam. Like I'm somewhere in between. Um, I love my brides who were like, I want a big, bold, smoky. I want to be glowy. I want my hair to be big. And those like volume curls, like I love that stuff. Um, but at the same time, I equally love a more relaxed, soft, timeless look. Yeah. I don't have any in between. My husband always makes fun of me because he's like, you're either one extreme or the other and you have no in between. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. And this is one of those moments where I either like all out glam or I like just like beach waves and do yeah, like natural, mm-hmm. like that fresh I always like those, uh, like the skincare commercials where they look like they're oh, yeah. a fresh face, but you know, they have makeup on like yeah. that. Like I like one or the other. I don't know. <laughs> so fun. Um, I'm definitely curious because I think in the future we're going to have, um, someone come on to talk about like skincare for brides for an advance to the wedding, because I feel like that can really make a difference too. And yeah. So what do you think that like, people can do to prep their skin because if someone like Allie and I like we don't wear a lot of makeup day to day so it might be like a big shock to our skin to put a full face on yeah definitely so my one thing too with that is um I always get brides who they'll say like oh I want to do a full face because it is my wedding but then at the same time and this would be a good reason for a trial at the same time, like that's not something that they do every day. So it is a shock. And, um, I, I am again, a firm believer just in people doing what they're used to, but making it wedding appropriate. So that's that. But I have very minimal tips for, uh, (laughs) skincare prep because I am not an esthetician. Like I am not a skincare person. I, you know, I, I have a a minimal amount of knowledge in it because Mm -hmm. I have to. Um, but I don't have like the background in it to be like, Oh yeah, you should use this or making sure you use this. So really just making sure you're drinking water. We're all guilty of not drinking enough water. Um, And making sure that you're just hydrating your skin and that you're aware of um, any products you might be allergic to and just avoiding those. Avoid getting your eyebrows or your um, anything on your face waxed too soon because that can um, irritate irritate and then the makeup won't stick in those areas and so I know that that's like one of my biggest like skin prep things I'm like don't get waxed like (laughs) get waxed like two days three days before don't do it like the day before yeah we always tell our brides um when we do like our last meeting with them like it's going to be really hard but try not to do anything new for the last like three months before your wedding take it easy and drink lots of water yeah Yeah. I, I feel like it's so easy for brides to be like oh I want to get this dermafacial or I want to do this because I heard this looks so good and um it's like if you want to do that maybe try it six months before and then see how it it works on your skin because every skin type's different and I just think taking care of yourself how you normally do but kind of like you said just a little bit heightened so like more water moisturize everything like that a little bit more and just pay more attention because if you're like me I don't pay attention 
to <laughs> my hair or skin or anything hardly ever. Um, and I definitely wanted to look my best for you always do for your wedding yeah. day, but that's another reason you have to trust your makeup artists because I, without them, you know, I would just look like I do right now. You know what I right. mean? And yeah, um, it, it was scary for me, not scary, I guess, but I don't wear a ton of makeup. So I, w- I still wanted to look like me, um, just a little bit heightened, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Don't, definitely. You don't want to work with a a makeup artist that's going to change who you are, you know, and yeah. people won't recognize you. Yeah. And that, and that is different for, for everyone. Like mm-hmm. what I think changes my face isn't what you think is going to change your face. Mm-hmm. And so my, that's another one of my like really big things is when I get done with everybody, every single one of my clients, I will take a step back and I'll hand them a mirror and I'll say, take a look, let me know how you feel. If there's anything you want to fix or change, tell me like you cannot hurt my feelings. I've literally (laughs) had people try and pretend that they were happy. And it wasn't that they were unhappy, but they would try and pretend that like something wasn't bothering them. Right. Um, whether it be like, Oh, this this lash (laughs) is poking me or whatever small thing, like it. And it's so crazy because it could be like just something so minor, like, um, their lip liner could look even to me, but when they're looking in the mirror, they see a little smudge or whatever. And it's seriously, it's funny because I'll look at them and I'm like, I can tell something's bothering you. Like I've done this long enough. Like I know, like something's bothering you and they'll be like, Oh my gosh. Okay. And they'll tell me. And I really want people to understand that I'm not going to get offended. Like I, you're literally not going to hurt my feelings. Like I'm going to be more upset if I leave thinking that you were happy and then finding out like, oh, I wish I would have done this, like that you had like a regret, you know, because this is your big day. Like my whole thing is all about you and making sure you're happy, you're comfortable, you're confident. If you don't communicate with me, I can't help you. Yeah. That's amazing that you have that like service mindset. Like I am here to serve you. If you're unhappy, then I want to fix that for you. And yeah. I, th- I think it's so refreshing for our listeners and our brides to hear it because I'm the type of person that would go in to get a pedicure and they could like cut my toes off and I would be like, looks great. Thanks so much. <laughs> yep. and leave. Um, so I think it's, it's refreshing to hear that you want to know if something isn't what they wanted. Oh, I am. I'm a person that I like, I overthink things. So if I even get the smallest like sense of something being off, I'm like, are you sure everything's okay? Like, I need you to tell me, like, tell me me that you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go home and I'm like, oh, she hated everything. And then I get this like raving review and I'm like, oh, okay. Just kidding. Like, I'm just weird. (laughs) To kind of wrap up here, kind of one last question. Why should people invest in hair and makeup for their wedding day? If they're like kind of, you know, on the border, you know, they have a friend who does some hair and makeup on the side. Like why invest in, yeah, in hair and makeup? Okay. So (laughs) this is something that recently I have become very passionate about, and that's just going to be my word for this, for this like call is just my passion. Um, so 
I, there is a big difference in investing in a professional and having a friend or a cousin do hair and makeup. One, I have the, um, knowledge, the experience, the uh, trial and error of products and what's going to look best on camera, what's going to look best in person and walking that fine line. So for example, like, you know, the Kardashians, they contour, they do all this stuff. They look a little crazy in person, but they look stunning in camera, like in photos and stuff. And it's all light manipulation and editing really, but that's another subject. Um, (laughs) And so there's a huge difference in those things. And over the course of my career, I've, um, really figured out how to walk that fine line. Um, and just having the experience of working side by side with so many wonderful wedding photographers and just learning what they're looking for and how I can make sure that the wedding photographers are getting what they need, but also that the bride looks good in person. Um, that's number one. Number two is just, if you never know if, your friend or cousin or, you know, whoever is going to actually show up. (laughs) And I know, or that they're going to show up with everything that they would need. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've been to a lot of weddings where the bride will hire me for her hair and makeup and for the bridesmaids hair, but the bridesmaids will have makeup done by the family friend or the sister or whoever which is great. I, I encourage it. Like that's, that's fine. I'm not going to force anybody or pressure anybody. Um, but I've also been that person that I saw them in the, in the restroom when I was leaving the venue and I had to touch up their stuff because they were like, uh, I can't look like this. And, um, on top of that, I've also shown up to a wedding where somebody else was supposed to do the makeup, somebody who was not a professional and they didn't show up. And so thankfully I had both of my kits with me at that time. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. Like, I can't promise that I'll get everybody done, but I I'll get them done Do what I can. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have any, they don't have any reason to, to not like, they don't have any commitment to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's not a thing to them. It's not their business, their livelihood. It's just, oh yeah, I'm just helping them out. So those are my biggest things and sanitation, sterilization, all of those things, especially now in COVID times. Um, you know, I, I don't care if my clients don't want to wear a mask. I mean, obviously if I'm doing your makeup, you can't wear a mask, but, um, I walk in the building with my mask. I have my sanitizer. I carry antibacterial soap in my kit just to make sure I can wash my hands in between clients. Um, just, <clears throat> sorry, just all of the things that go into it and the background that I have in that, um, is a really big deal now more than ever. Um, and somebody who just does makeup for fun or is just starting out might not have that knowledge and you're putting yourself at risk. So now your wedding day went from, Oh, we had this great morning where we got to hang out and just lounge and get our hair and makeup done. And we all look great. And then by the evening, your eye is like swollen shut because it was cross-contaminated. Yeah. So I think those would be my, my main three topics. Cause I literally could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I love it. Experience is something you can't put a price tag on. 
No, yeah, and, no, and you can not. so see your passion and hear it in your voice when you talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something if I was looking for hair and makeup that I would look for is you want yeah. somebody that really loves what they do and really want has that servant mindset of it's about the client not about you or your portfolio or Mm -hmm. whatever it's about you as a photographer how like what kind of images can I take on the wedding day that best serve you and your portfolio oh man I love any bridal portrait so anytime that that um the classic like looking down at their bouquet and you get that great shot of their makeup and their eyeshadow um definitely shots from like over the shoulder. So that Mm -hmm. way you can still like from behind Mm -hmm. and they're like looking back over their shoulder. So that way you can see their, their hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And makeup, um, stuff like that really is just, um, you know, priceless to me. It's, it's things that, but I'm weird. So (laughs) I'm really crazy about my like social media and I post in threes so yeah. whatever I have, if it's a real wedding, if it's a styled shoot, I will post three. So that way, like my Instagram looks cohesive. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool for like one day when I have all three <laughs> lined up, but like other times it's a mess, but, um, I'm really weird about it. So I post, um, a bridal shot, a couple, a bridal shot. And then the next row will be okay. a couple, couple, bridal. a bridal shot, a couple. So I like all images. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always love lie, like one of my favorite images to take, like to capture the makeup is like if they're cuddled up like on stairs or something, like have her like look down so you get like the full eyelid, you know, the eyelashes getting that like really intimate photo. Love. love yeah. Those. Yeah. When they're like snuggled into mm-hmm. their significant other's chest yeah, and like, you just get that. Yeah. I love that. That's one of my favorites. So, so where can people find you on Instagram to see all of these beautiful images? Uh, everything across the board on all social media is at hello, darling glam. Just one G. There is no G on the darling. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, awesome. So at the end of every episode, we do a toast to something that has kind of helped us in the last week. I'm going to toast to my cricket machine. Uh, I want one, I think. I love it. I don't know. I might have toasted this before, but no, I don't think it's been so. you've made me really- such good things with it. <laughs> It's been really helping me with my wedding planning. I'm obsessed with making sweatshirts and t-shirts and it's just something that lets me be creative. So it's really toasted. cool too, because you make, when you make your shirts and your sweatshirts, it's normally from Goodwill stuff mm-hmm. that you find. Um, so or like marketplace, yeah, yeah, you're recycling things. I think sustainability. Awesome. Yes. Repurposing and upcycling. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am going to toast to Sunny D. (laughs) I have been drinking it recently and I hadn't had it since I was a child, I feel like. And it is better than orange juice, I've decided. (laughs) Hey, I never knew because it's full of sugar. Is I it? just recently learned that it wasn't orange juice. Okay. And I feed it to my toddler like all the time. So <laughs> how um how old's your kiddo? He's almost three. He'll be three at the end of April. What's his name? Bradley. Oh, he's so the coolest kid. Sweet. 
sweet. He's the coolest kid. I he runs the neighborhood with our our neighbors' kids, and they're like six, seven, eight. And I'm out there. He's not just like free range <laughs> running the streets, but he he hangs out with all the older kids in our neighborhood. And I, first of all, I'm so th- that's what I'm gonna toast to. Yeah. I'm gonna toast to my neighbors and just living in such a great neighborhood where. Um, like last night when it was snowing, our one neighbor brought down his daughter's quad, which is like a little, I don't know. I think it's like a 50 CC and we had a tow rope on the back and we were all just sledding in the middle of the street. Like, and all the adults were doing it. And these kids are just like, let's go, let's have our turn. So, and that's why um, you moved back to Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. For community. For sure. You really can't, I mean, you can't put a price on a good neighborhood, especially no. when you have kids growing up to be able to have them, you know, go over. My sister right now is like, go over to the neighbor's house like to her yeah. kids so she could yeah. just get like a couple hours of quiet in her house. Mm-hmm. And that happened. I mean, they send their kids over to her place all the time. It's just nice. You kind of have built in friendships for your kiddos. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was such an informative episode. I feel like I learned a lot about bridal hair and makeup, which is an area that I had no clue about. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. It was absolutely amazing, fascinating. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah, I hope to work with you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I'm addicted to styled shoots. And if Let's you ever like want to do something, I'm always my husband. I'll tell my husband, I'm like, I have to work this weekend. He's like, work, work, or is like free work because it's a styled shoot. And I'm like, listen, it's all work. Like, <laughs> exactly. Right? It goes towards the business. It's <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. It's helpful. And I just I love it. I love it. Yeah. I can never have enough content. I love it. So, but yes, thank you for having me. Thank you yes. for letting me talk your ear off because I am an oversharer. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. Um, we will be back next week with another fantastic guest. Uh, like we said earlier, please go on Apple Podcasts and rate, review, subscribe. Um, you know, we're reading reviews now at the beginning of every episode. So yeah, otherwise we'll see you next week. Follow us at head table talk on instagram too oh yeah that too yeah and tiktok which we haven't posted on yet yeah i haven't posted a tiktok yet but (laughs) someday someday we'll get around to it all right we'll see you next week bye love you